Welcome to Business and Beauty, the podcast for all things entrepreneurship and pageantry. Nancy Wynn Lyles provides personal insights as a small business owner and pageant girl. Whether you want to start your business or be a part of the pageant community, we're sure that you'll find something here to help you connect with confidence. Hi ladies, welcome back. Today's question is, what does it take to win Mrs. Petite USA? I competed about a month ago and had a wonderful experience with Jenna and her team. And this podcast and the season is gonna be dedicated to my journey as Mrs. Petite USA 2021. During that week of competition, I decided on the Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday to not take any clients at our hair salon and to really focus on sleeping a lot and drinking a lot of water and making sure that my employees had the people and support, tools, everything they needed to be successful during the time that I was away from the salon. And I also made a lot of checklists, which I will post on my website of all the things that were needed to pack and prepare for a national competition. And something that really helped me was taking a lot of index cards and looking at the schedule and writing out every single outfit needed for a competition such as the outfit, the undergarments, the shoes, the jewelry. And then I also made another list with regular clothes, such as airplane and arriving to a hotel, rehearsals, orientation. And I'm so glad I did that because once you arrive to the competition, there's not too much time to think and make decisions. So, I lined up everything on the floor with the schedule beside it uh, while I was at home and wrote out everything. So for example, for interview, it was a blue royal jumpsuit with the nude stiletto heels and blue button earrings. So then I put that on the floor and right beside it, I put the second competition outfit, which was the Um, Wright Brothers airplane that wasn't a counted score it was a supplemental optional piece of the competition was the state costume but I highly suggest that there's any optional piece of a competition do it because one you get more practice and two you get more visibility and three why not it's just fun when you get to put on a state costume right So then the third costume for me was the fun fashion. And for the Mrs. category, we don't do swimsuit, we do fun fashion. And this year I selected a red romper outfit that I found on eBay from a pageant friend, a new friend of mine, her name is Jackie Georgia. I was so grateful for this outfit because it was a Rachel Allen and it came with a really big red cape, which was a whole thing I had to learn which we'll do another podcast about how to prepare for fun fashion so with that was red romper with the skirt with the shoes and I think I did sparkly gold and 
diamond earrings or something like that. I can't remember. It was all written down. <laughs> and then finally, the last part was the evening gown, which was another cape, blue evening gown. And with the shoes, I wore the same shoes in every part of the competition because one, they were broken into, and two, when I got there, I noticed the stage was a little bit slick, so I just wanted to make sure that I wore something that I wasn't going to fall in, and it worked out just fine. So with the regular day outfits, it was the airplane outfit, um, which I chose a white blazer and a pink shirt and leggings. Then the orientation outfit was a blue, royal blue dress, one of my favorite colors. And then all the rehearsal outfits were all planned out. So once everything was planned out, I put every outfit in its own garment bag with the corresponding index card. And it was so helpful because once I got to the hotel, it was easy to just line them up in order and not have to think about it. So those were the outfits and I remember thinking to myself, I hope I brought enough clothes because it just didn't feel like it was enough. But once you get things organized, you can have enough. And then some girls have a backup gown or they wanted to do a second gown for the final night if they made it through preliminaries. But I really wasn't going to want to think any harder. So I stuck to the four competition pieces that I selected and just hope for the best. <laughs> so Monday and Tuesday, I tried to get organized at my business and rest and get our babysitting schedule in order. Then Wednesday, my makeup artist came to my house to just get me ready for arriving to the competition because you just never know who you're going to meet. Are there judges in the hallway? Are they out? You just never know. And plus, when you go travel out in public with your crown and your sash, you want to put your best face forward. So I thought having a makeup artist do her thing before I left was a lot easier than me trying to figure it out and trying to figure out where and when I had to bring my girls, um, my two toddlers, to their nanny. So my husband helped me out with the girls, bringing them to their nanny. And then my makeup artist finish my face and we tried our hardest to get to the airport on time but we were a little bit late I've never been late to a flight in my life but since having a baby four years ago I haven't flown and I was not used to traveling and being there at a certain time so admittingly we got there a little too late and my husband and I were trying to figure out what to do next because my state costume was the Wright Brothers airplane. It was wooden and it was taken down and put in a big cardboard box. And because of that costume, I had to see if we could get another flight to get it on the plane because I forgot that when you check in things, you have to be there two hours early. And the truth is I've never really checked in anything. Even when I studied abroad in Japan for two weeks, I didn't check in anything. And being petite, I guess, helps when you can roll everything up in one suitcase. But my husband said, listen, why don't you get on the plane? And I tried to just meet you there somehow. So I I ran. I had, unfortunately, I was not even airport ready. I wore my boots with my heels. And hindsight 2020, I should have worn flats or sneakers. But 
I don't know what I was thinking. I was just, I've lost my touch with traveling and note to self, next time I travel, I'm going to wear sneakers or flats so I can make it to the airport, especially for a trip like this when everything was on the opposite side of where I needed to be. So I walked through the TSA check-in with all my gowns in my left arm and two pieces of luggage in my right arm as well as my crown bag and it was hot because I had my heels, my extensions, a winter coat because I knew I was going to Milwaukee and it was a struggle and through the check-in line I asked the gentleman behind me if he would please help me carry my gowns onto the plane and luckily he said yes but when I got there he actually had to go to another gate and I thanked him so much. His name was Jim and I appreciate the help so much and when I got to the gate I knew that I was in a pickle because the plan was my husband was supposed to fly with me and help me carry some of these things and me being four foot ten and carrying two suitcases and a crown box and my gowns was quite a struggle. However, with the weeks and months at Fit Body Boot Camp, I had the strength and endurance to somehow make it this far, but a nice lady saw me sweating and struggling and almost dying <laughs> i asked her would she please help me um at least carry one thing with her onto the plane if possible because my husband had to take another flight and she was so nice she had a daughter my age so i think she kind of adopted me for that moment well, when i got on the plane i had all my gowns and mind you i'm four foot ten so i was dragging everything on the ground on the tarmac and I think people thought it was my wedding gown because people said, hey, congratulations. And I looked at them, I said, ah, nope, it's for a pageant, USA Petite, and you know, I'm married. And I think that one ceremony was enough for me. <laughs> Anyways, I got on the plane and the stewardess looked at me and looked at my gown and I told her, I said, may I please borrow the closet? These are my competition gowns. And she, she shook her head, but she said, well, here's the closet, figure it out. And it was this tiny closet. And it was so heavy, all these costumes, that I could not lift it up and hook it onto the thing because one, of my height, and two, it was just too heavy to carry everything. So I stuffed everything in this tiny little closet in the front and threw all my suitcases up high and just sat down and trying not to sweat too, too much because everything was melting off my face because of the stress and I had think about where my husband was and where I had to be to get him. So that was the beginning of my journey to Petite USA. So during the plane ride there, <laughs> I met a gentleman beside me and I told him about how the trip had started and about the pageant. He also has a daughter my age, so he's very curious about the competition. But I was a little bit stressed because one, I had to figure out when my husband was going to meet with me at the airport in Milwaukee and then too I had to figure out how to get all my luggage through O'Hare to my ride and I asked the stewardess I said is there an option for a golf cart or a wheelchair or anything with wheels and she said in so many words not really <laughs> but good luck anyways when we landed I took a deep breath waited for everyone to get off so I could gather my thoughts and think about how I was going to get through O'Hare Airport with all my gowns, two suitcases, and my crown box. So I stepped off the airplane into the airport and there were so many people. 
everyone had a mask on. It was, I'm exaggerating, but it felt like there were a thousand people walking back and forth. So even if I got some help with wheels, <laughs> whether it be a golf cart or something like that, there was no way to even maneuver through this crowd. So I said to myself, okay, let's go. So I put all the gowns on my left arm and then I stacked my suitcases in my right arm with the crown box and I just went for it. I had to drag my gowns on the ground through a sea of people and you know those escalators that are on the ground? Well, I somehow squeezed my way through two of those and I went up two escalators with the gowns hanging on the steps and that's the best I could do. So once I got to the door and called my girlfriend to pick me up, I told her that I was there and my gowns were laying on the ground, just spread out probably what, six feet of bags <laughs> of costumes and probably six pounds of sweat at this point. But anyways, I went outside and I waited for her and I told her what happened and I called my husband he told me that he was gonna make it to Milwaukee an hour later, so I asked my girlfriend and her husband if it was okay if we can just drop me off at the hotel so I can check in for Petite USA and if um, they can go back to the Milwaukee airport and pick up my husband. Once I got to the hotel, I unloaded all the outfits. So remember I had labeled everything in order, one through whatever for the competition and then went through whatever for the regular clothes so i hung up up in order in my room and i had made these sticky notes to help with my mindset for each part of the competition so i put all the sticky notes on the walls and then i had a notebook for each phase of the competition because for each phase it's a different mindset a different style a different choreography so i set everything up like a library in my room <laughs> and went downstairs to check in and it was so fun because during quarantine a lot of us ladies made friends and met each other and I don't really think any of us were strangers some some of the people I didn't know but almost everyone in my division the Mrs. Division we all knew each other and it was fun because we would come up to each other and we would say hey so-and-so and I kept hearing people tell me oh my gosh, you were so much smaller than I thought, which was hilarious because it's a petite pageant and petite people are telling me that they're even more shocked of how small I am. So <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So after check-in, um, I looked in my bag. There was a program book and some goodies in there. Jenna and her team were so nice to give us extra mask and a notebook and a pen and it was just so nice because we had, I think, over 130 girls attend this year. And to put all that work in, we were just so appreciative of the goodie bag and all the organization's efforts to just make us feel so welcome on the very first second we got there. So once I got my bag and went back upstairs, my friends, her and her, my girlfriend and her, her husband arrived with my husband safely <laughs> with my state costume. I'm so appreciative that it made it one piece because we spent over a year trying to build that costume and I would have been a little bit sad if it didn't make the airplane. So ironically, my right brother's airplane missed the airplane, but that's a joke for later. Anyhow, we um, game plan the night. Next for me was, or for all of us, was orientation at about six o'clock that first night. And my 
girlfriend and her husband went out to eat with my husband while I went down to orientation. So I got into a royal blue outfit and went downstairs. And I actually ordered a bunch of those face masks that just covered from your nose to your chin. They're clear. I didn't quite know what I had ordered, but when I went downstairs, I saw some of the girls wear those and I said, oh, that's what I ordered. I just couldn't figure out how to put it around my ears. But anyways, I brought all the masks downstairs and sure enough, people saw my mask and I said, where'd you get that? I said, oh, I ordered it. Do you want one? And it turns out people were needing this mask and I wasn't sure we were doing pageant gifts or not because sometimes you do, most of the times you do, but with COVID, I wasn't sure. So <laughs> I turned these masks into my pageant gifts for this year. It's, it's a very pretty gift, right? But it worked and I was able to give out about 40 masks um, during the pageant. So I was very happy to find some use of these orders that I made that I wasn't sure how to use. So orientation, Jenna and the past queens, introduced themselves, talked about rules, talked about the expectations for the week and the schedule. And right away that night, we got to hit the runway because those of us who decided to do the state costume, we were given the chance to learn the stage pattern for the state costume. And it was, it was fun, but I noticed that the stage was not the carpeted type or even the wooden type. It was a little bit more on the shinier type, maybe even plastic, I'm not sure. But it made me nervous, so I'm glad that I got to play in that stage a little bit. I made a mistake, though. I should have came down with my practice shoes. I only wore my interview shoes with my outfit for that evening. And what I recommend is whatever you're going to compete in, always have it with you when you have a chance to be on stage to practice in it. So I lost an opportunity, a really good opportunity to practice in my practice shoes because I just didn't want to go back up and come down and miss my chance to practice on stage. But they divided us up into our divisional categories, whether age uh, for the teen, miss, Ms. and misses, and we were sitting with our group. And... Brittany, she is wonderful. She owns SQ Hair Makeup Company, and they actually did my hair makeup, and she's a Tennessee girl. So we thank Brittany for doing a wonderful choreography for the entire pageant. So after we finished the costume, I think we finished about, gosh, 9 or 10 o'clock. It's, it's a long day, girl. So if you're going to compete, make sure you're very organized. You have to think about the next day. So go to bed. And the next day is Thursday. So Thursday was interview day. We were given our interview times and my schedule went like this. It was 9 a.m. spray tan, 9.30 a.m. meet with my coach to just go over some warm-up practice questions and to just review my walk routines one more time. 10.45 was hair and makeup. So this whole time I'm dripping with the... <laughs> spray tan, which I love, 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 love. It has sinful glows that are spray tan. She actually does Drake and Miley Cyrus and other celebrities. And I don't know. She was amazing. You, She had the tent set up in her hotel room. You just pop in, she sprays you down, and you just look amazing. So thank you, thank you, sinful glows for our amazing spray tans. And also fit to sparkle i met with fit to sparkle pageant coaching to warm up with my interview and the evening gown and the fun fashion routines just kind of marking it 
So then 10.45 was the hair and makeup with the SQ company and they were amazing. They did some wonders with my one halo hair piece. So I decided instead of the clip-ins or tape-in extensions, I went with the halo, which is like a fishnet, clear fishnet around some hair and kind of looks like a big beard. So my hair is black and there's just long curls that went over my head like a headband and you just kind of tease everything together to give a little bit more length and volume in the hair. So then 11.40 was my interview and I wore a blue jumpsuit with nude heels, button blue earrings, and just kept my hair long. I know a lot of girls change their hair from competition to competition, but I'm not that creative. I am a hairdresser, but I just stuck to the same heels and the same hair through the whole pageant to cut down on my thinking and organizing. So once I lined up for my interview, I thought I was gonna die. It's very nerve wracking <laughs> to know that 35% of your score is interview. And I got there early, of course, come to everything early. And once it was my time, they opened up the door and I went in and said, good morning, thank you for having me. I am Nancy Laos representing North Carolina in the Mrs. Division. And I sat down. So usually it's a panel interview. In this case, this year, the it was a hotel room. So it was kind of a U-shape. So imagine one judge on the left, two judges in front, and a judge on the right. And the minute I sat down, they pushed a timer, which was four, four minutes. Interviews can range anywhere from two to five minutes I would say but in our year with the number of girls we had we had four minutes and it the question was tell me about yourself the very first question out the gate and you know with learning strategy and practicing your resume and learning what you you've given them on the judges bio form it's very important to really study your plan your strategy yourself and your past present future all that you've got to study ahead of time because you can think you know what you want to say but if you study it and practice it with your coaches you will be so confident in answering these questions so once I finished up the interview it I felt amazing I just loved all the judges I loved the experience and right away we had you lunch and then after that was rehearsal and the rehearsal was to go through the walk patterns for the fun fashion as well as the evening wear so after that, we ate dinner on our own and then went right back downstairs to the ballroom for the state costume competition. And earlier I said, you must do these optional pieces of competition to prepare you for other parts of the competition. And I mean it because the costume that I wore looked light, as in the weight, but by the time two hours went by wearing that costume in heels I felt shaky I was hungry my back was hurting the costume was getting heavier and heavier and I realized I had to make some adjustments with my shoes with my eating schedule with water intake etc so I was taking notes of everything I felt and what time and after the state costume I made sure that for the final well, for the preliminary night that I made sure that I ate at certain times and that I put more sticky gripper things on my shoes to not fall and I also put an extra heel saver um, underneath my foot to make sure that my foot didn't slip either and these were my torn out practice shoes I, I had extra competition shoes but I wanted to make sure it didn't fall one and then two 
I said, you know, these shoes are torn up, they're missing stones, but I'm gonna hot glue it together and just wear these because I knew I had broken into these so, so well that um, I wanted to continue to rig it up with the gripper thing on the bottom and then the extra heel saver between the shoe and the foot to make sure that everything stays in place and nobody spins off the stage, right? So the next day we had rehearsals again to go through our walk patterns and then it's preliminary night and preliminaries go fast we had the the miss the teen the miss to do their swimsuit and then we as misses we did our fun fashion and i had so much fun wendy russo Brittany decillo fit to sparkle ali bowen joy wagster barbazon luciera i just had such amazing amazing coaches and wendy russo choreographed part of my routine for fun fashion and then Brittany DeSillo choreographed another part of it and we had to do two runways for the judges to see so I took one choreography from one judge or one coach and then other choreography from another coach and just mixed it all together and made my own so after preliminary fun fashion we run back and then we put on our gown and oh gown that's always my favorite part to watch to compete in and this year my gown was oh, really hard to find I think finding a gown is harder than finding a husband <laughs> but after going through so many brand name pageant brand name gowns and nothing fit or look good I had to go to Etsy and find a custom-made gown and I found a pageant woman in Nigeria who makes custom-made pageant gowns and she made me this amazing royal blue gown with a matching face mask and a matching cape and I loved it and Wendy Russo did an amazing job teaching me how to work with the cape and just the poses and the choreography and also Jackie Schiffer she was our official sponsor of the pageant and she just did an amazing job with teaching stage presence because she's an opera singer actress just amazing pageant coach and we thank her too so after evening gown that was it it was a wrap and we just wait till the next night. So then with finals night, we went to the opening number, which our opening number was not a dance act. Our director does not like the dance choreography. So we did a entering and exiting kind of routine. And then the top 15 were called from each division. Then after that, they did the top five for our onstage question and my question this year was mrs north carolina what was your most memorable appearance last year so once they asked it the second time i seriously was dead and deer in headlights I, because we had COVID. i mean i did some appearances but for the most part you couldn't do your traditional reign as a queen during COVID. So my answer was about podcast guesting and ironically we're here together and between podcast guesting and producing podcast shows i told the judges that we were able to reach out to thousands of women with my platform connecting women to entrepreneurship and it worked it worked i'm not sure i haven't seen all my scores yet but that was my final answer and i was so passionate about my platform sharing it with the audience about connecting women to entrepreneurship and sharing how the appearance of or appearances of being on podcast shows was my favorite thing just was genuine and finally what came to my brain after he asked the second time <laughs> on stage 
So I hope that that gave you a little bit of insight of how the week of Petite USA went this year for 2021. I'm sure it's going to be bigger and better for the next year in 2022 in Milwaukee. And in my next shows coming up, I'm going to go through each phase of the competition and really give you some of the strategies that worked for me and some of the strategies that coaches taught me in preparation for Petite USA. So I hope you found this super fun and please visit www.petiteusa.com to see if you would love to be part of the sisterhood. Thank you and have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, post a sweet review and visit us on Facebook and Instagram with Sweet Tea Nancy. For specific links related to this episode, check out the show notes. Now, go be the change, be the light.